Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real, Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep-free trial and a 10-year warranty, so you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code IDO for an exclusive 35% off. Because every mom deserves a good night's sleep, and with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash do. That's ro.co slash I-D-O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's row.co slash I do. What's going on, guys? Welcome to I Do Podcast, where we interview the world's leading relationship, marriage, dating, and self-help 
experts. Whether you're dating, single, married, or struggling in a relationship, we're glad you're here. We're going to help give you the tools to succeed. On today's show, we welcome Zev Halpern, and Zev is a licensed psychotherapist, marriage coach, and author, TV show host, and podcast host. And Zev has over 25 years of experience in helping people improve their relationships. So on today's show, he gives us a ton of great stuff about how to refresh, reconnect, and recharge your marriage. But this can be applied to anyone in a relationship. You don't necessarily have to be married. But we know married life can get a little what's the word? Boring, static. We use the word status quo. You keep the status quo. You don't take any risk and you just kind of go along with the flow because life is busy. You get kids, you have jobs, and your relationship is not necessarily bad, but it's not as good as it could be. And Zev gives us some great tools to get that charge in the relationship. And one of the ones that we really like is novelty and creating novelty and we have a really fun suggestion for you that you'll have to listen to in the show to get that it's a little bit sexy what do you think (laughs) oh definitely you have to stay tuned for that but in addition to his 25 years of experience he's also been married for 35 years so he definitely has the knowledge to help keep your relationship charged and and the sparks flying so Definitely stay tuned for those tips and about novelty. Yeah, we have not been alive that long. So <laughs> that's not, we're young, youngins, I guess. Close, your birthday soon. I know. We're coming up on, <laughs> on 35 years of being on this earth. But 35 years of marriage is awesome and ton of great stuff from Zev today. And as always, we really appreciate you guys listening, leaving us reviews on iTunes, sending us messages on Facebook and email. We really appreciate it to know that our guests are helping you improve your lives. And that's what it's all about. And there's nothing more important than being happy with yourself, being happy in your relationship. And Zev talks about taking that leap, taking that action to fix your relationship and it goes into the details of how to do that, how to work up the courage and what you should be doing. So really some great things to take action on from today's episode. So enjoy the show guys. Support for I do podcast comes from Talkspace, the online therapy company that believes that therapy should be affordable, confidential, and convenient. Join over 500,000 people who have used Talkspace for online therapy with their licensed therapist. Get $30 off your first month by visiting Talkspace.com forward slash I do. That's one word, I-D-O. That's Talkspace.com forward slash I do. Hi, Zev. Thanks for joining us on the show today. Thanks so much for having me. We've given our listeners a little overview, so why don't you take a minute, tell us about yourself and why you enjoy helping people improve their relationships. Well, I'm the son of a clergyman, like the son of the preacher man, and uh, I saw my father deal with huge um, issues, community issues, family issues, 
and um, then being um, director of a drug rehab and a corporate counseling program, I saw that family issues and especially couples issues, dysfunction, um, how serious a role it plays in uh, people's lives. And um, it inspired me um, to focus on couples. Uh, I mean, it's a privilege to, to hear people's uh, intimate issues, to be the one um, to, to be in the middle of that um, moving train, because that, that's what it is. Relationships are dynamic. It, um, I did individual counseling, but relationship counseling is so much more dynamic. And um, look, we're in relationships a good, t- a good deal of time uh, in our lo- in, in, on earth here. Um, we're, we're finding relationships, we're being in relationships, we're trying to maintain them, we're leaving them, and we're looking for another. So, you know, sometimes married people, I've found, need a push or a pull to get them to, um, to hear each other. And um, I, I like to be that kind of adult in the room, you know, to step up, not be the referee, but try to get people to you know, quell their feelings and remember that uh, one time they were really close and hot and feeling good about each other and uh, and that the train is moving uh, 300,000 miles an hour and that they need to sit back and take each thing um, one at a time because it's too much for people to um, to just take on like that. And um, it, it even you know, pushed me out of the um, counseling office into into hosting a TV show um, where I I um, we deal with intimacy issues. It's called the Raw Marriage Show, and um, you know there's a lot of rawness in marriages. And I like to to help people realize that it didn't always start that way, and it got that way uh, for lots of reasons: who they are, where they came from, and uh, you know we host panel discussions and. Um, with divorce lawyers and sex therapists, and we speak to these specific problems, and it's kind of become kind of an interesting, different thing for me um, to to reach a bigger couple's audience that way. So um, it's been a it's been you know quite a ride. Well, we love that story and relationships, like you mentioned, they're really the most important things in our lives and. That's why we love getting the advice that we get from experts like yourself on this show and being able to share that with our listeners. And today we're going to zero in and talk about how couples can refresh, reconnect, and recharge their marriage. So I'm picturing someone, this is certainly early on in a relationship, a beginning of a marriage, it's a little bit easier because everything's new and fun and exciting and you're filling each other out and that spark is there. So I'm picturing someone, maybe as the relationship goes on, it's easy to lose that connection, that charge. So what can our listeners start with to get that charge back? Well, I think the most important thing is uh, manufacturing novelty and anticipation. Um, Couples, you know, you you talked about how you're married and then all of a sudden you turn around and uh, what happened to the novelty and anticipation and, and all those good um, feelings. And um, so a couple that, that um, can, can do that, can turn their, um, their date nights, you know, which everybody makes a big deal about date nights, but there's a lot of couples where one of the 
one of them, don't really like it so much because it's somewhat status quo. So it's important to to make it interesting, to make it adventure, um, because that's what gets those neurochemicals going up there in your head. You know, there. I mean, we're, we we do have chemicals in our head, and we need to spark them. And um, when we first meet each other, it's uh, it's electric, it's exciting, and then it becomes kind of status quo. So, in order to make these date nights really something that contribute to to you know making our marriages stronger, we have to think about the word novelty. And, um, and, and, and choose some things, um, each of us, that, that we can do. Um, you know, I've been married 35 years. I understand the ebbs and tides of marriage. And um, you have to create novelty. I think that's the number one thing that people don't do. Um, maybe that they just lost their, their feeling for um, adventure or they just get so stuck in the couch potato Thing, or they're just so busy with children that they just can't, you know, they need to carve out that little playground for themselves and they need to manufacture novelty. So that is really important. Yeah, it's it's so easy to get kind of stuck in the regular routine of things. And it might not feel like anything is particularly wrong with the relationship or with the marriage, but it's just, like you said, status quo in I like to we like to kind of say this a lot on the show is that you can have a status quo sort of going strong in the relationship nothing is necessarily sticking out or completely out of place but that to me is not a completely healthy relationship you should feel invigorated and and challenged by your partner and excited and having these novel date nights and new things I think is such an important thing to keep you from being status quo and average. You want to have a great relationship. The status quo is safe. It's a safe, there's a safety in the status quo to all of a sudden ask your partner, hey, let's be adventurous. You know, let's do this. You know, I don't really feel like doing that. And so th- there's a kind of a fear factor of kicking up something that you maybe you're not sure you want to kick up. And so a lot of people, they just don't because the, they just move. The status quo is very strong. It's just, when I have couples in the room, that's the strongest thing going. I mean, I'm looking at these two people that are just, they're a huge force and very powerful. And it's not easy to move them from the status quo to thinking, you know, maybe we could do a little something to you know, stir things up a little. And that's what I do. You know, I'm a, I'm a stir up and you know, maybe a little troublemaker. Um, but, you know, that that's what a good, um, I think a good couple's. Um, therapist, counselor, coach um, can do because couples don't will, will, sometimes won't do it on their own. They need a push. They need a pull. It's not easy to be the person to do that and sometimes not popular, but it's what it's what couples need sometimes to, to kind of get them back out or get them on track um, um, to a to kind of a relationship that that's um, that's moving in the way that would be adventurous and interesting and and keep things um, happy and fulfilled. Do you have any examples of what you do with your clients to kind of spark that or stir up the fire like you were saying? Well, I mean, you know, I I could, um, am I at liberty to say pretty much anything here? You know, because I deal with. Yeah. So, I mean, I would say, you know, go out, 
And instead of going out like you usually do, um, you know, go out to a restaurant um, and don't go together. Meet at the restaurant. Uh, uh, one sex therapist who I had on the show even took it further and said, yeah, go do that. Find your way to the restaurant or to the bar or to whatever it is that you're going to. And uh, you know what? Uh, maybe don't wear any underwear, you know, like and tell them, whisper it in their ear while they're in the thing. I mean, that's kind of radical. And but some people want to, you know, they're looking you know, um, for ways um, for excitement. Now, there's a lot of lusty things out there. All day, you know, we're being thrown sex and everybody seems to be having all this great sex and stuff. And there are a lot of couples that aren't. And they're kind of going, well, why aren't we? And the reason is because they, they, they need ideas and they need, um, they need help to, um, to get them to, to, to find something that works for them. You know, maybe not as radical as that, maybe not as sexy as that, but um, sexy is good. And, um, and, you know, most, most men and women I speak to, they like sexy, you know, they want to feel sexy. And a lot of them don't, especially, you know, after children and all the things that transpire in a relationship. Um, it's like a reality show 24 seven. So you got to um, take some of that reality show and make it something different. And, and that's what I mean, you know, um, in pushing novelty and, and, and that kind of thing. I hope I answered your question. Absolutely. We like sexy. I think our <laughs> listeners like sexy. I think that's a, that's a, that's a great idea. And I'm, I'm laughing because I, I'm thinking of uh, the show Modern Family and right. they have a reoccurring scene. I think in every season that, that Phil, the main character and his wife, Claire, very much I guess what you could describe as a typical married couple, but they have their aliases and they they meet in in the hotel and separately and and he tries to pick her up and of course it's a comedy so it always goes wrong but it's it's uh <laughs> it's, it's an adventure a, yeah and, and and it's an adventure and and i i think that that's something that we should try <laughs> i'm talking to and Sarah. a lot of adventures can have a lot of different endings i mean yeah. it doesn't have to always have the same endings you don't have to always have you know, the big thing happened, you know, you don't always have always the big event, you know, the big sexual event doesn't always have to happen. It's the playing that that's the that's the thing that gets there. And and unfortunately, um, adult play is somewhat underrated and and discouraged. You know, stop acting like kids. I, I think if couples acted a little more like kids, they'd probably find ways to be happier. Um and that's really important, especially in, in nowadays with our busier lives. And if you're a soccer mom, you're like a taxi driver and, and it's hard. Stop. And that's why it's so important to consciously take this information and act on it. Don't just listen, uh, go out there and do it and make it happen because our lives are busier than ever. And it's not just going to happen without a little bit of effort, probably a lot of effort for a lot of our listeners. So Love that tip. Are there any other maybe playful things that, that we could give our listeners or, or Sarah and I uh, some ideas to, to spark that novelty? Well, you know, sparking the novelty has a great deal to do with things that you can do every day to keep, you know, a certain mood going um, in your relationship. Um, meet and, and, you know, say goodbye to each other in a good way, um, in a loving way. Greet people coming home. 
um, whoever it is that's coming home or both of you coming home in a in a in a nice way. Hold hands. You know, when you hug, hug like you mean it. You know, run your hand down that those arms. Um, rub run your your hands down the back. You know, or or wherever you want. You know, to send the message that hey, I still think you're sexy. You know, I st- I want you. I need you. And these are the way, you know, we can do that um, even on the everyday, even if we don't have time, even if we're the soccer moms, you know, who are like uh, Uber drivers, you know, they should probably be paid that way. Who knows? But um, a welcome home hug and kiss um, that that falls through the cracks. It just does. And um, people don't realize that people miss that. And that can spark. You know, people go, ooh. You know, there's a message there they're, they're trying to send. And if you keep on trying, I mean, if you don't get a reaction right away, keep on trying. And and, and if you have to say something, say something. You know, I've been trying to send you a message. You know, um, saying it. I really like when you do that. Um, I really like um, telling your spouse that what you really like to verbalize. People like to hear it. Um, they want to hear that what they're who they are and um, what they're feeling and is is uh, is recognized by the person they sleep next to. I, I hope that was helpful. Yes, yes, I I love that the just reiterating of doing it every day because it really does make a difference. When a lot of times we get great advice from listener or experts like you, and when Chase and I do it on a regular basis it really does make a difference and for our relationship and it's such a a great thing to do and it really does it will reconnect you with your spouse and and keep things fresh and exciting especially because life is stressful and it's and there's so many distractions um if you can carve that little bubble that you know you're in with this other person and and you can actually feel it from the fact that they not just are you know, because we're not telepathic, even though we think we are. You know, sometimes people think, oh, she knows that I love her. Or he knows that. And, and that's great. But you got to do some things to show it. And these are everyday things that can spark um, even the big events. You know, the ones where where, where you, you get satisfied, where something um, amazing happens that you didn't think would happen that day. Lucky you. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to put in the work and. Those are great tips, and to me, they they all can help you connect physically and emotionally. Now, what would you tell a couple, a married couple, or they don't even have to be married, but someone that feels like they're just not on the same wavelength, they're having trouble connecting with their partner, and they they sort of need a reset. What are the steps that, that can be taken to, to get back on the same page and get going down a healthy path? I think you have to break the ice. Um, when it gets like that, um, there you have to start thinking about some icebreakers, a way to to, uh, to say, hey, you know, I'm really thinking this way. I, I've been thinking about you and, um, and you know, we're not very, feeling very close and say it. It's, it's like it ha- the thing has to be said. And, um, and, and, Talk about a way, a plan to, you know, to get that calendar out, you know, put put things on the calendar, um, get out, even if it's even if you can't get out or you can't go away or it's it's, you know, impossible for you to do. You can take walks, you can go out, you can talk. Having those difficult conversations 
um, is somewhat of an important skill that in some ways I wish they taught us in school, but they don't. They don't teach us that we're going to be married someday or we're going to be in a relationships and that's going to matter. We're going to have to understand how to have the difficult conversations. And I think in having those difficult conversations, um, people have a tendency to pile on. You know, they don't just tell them one thing. They tell them 20. You know, I've had people come in with lists, three pages. You know, so what's wrong with your relationship? He reaches into his pocket you know, and pulls out a three page document in which I'd please, t- please put that away. You know, or or, uh, could you just comb that for a second and just give me one and then put that there? Well, you know what? Let me have that list (laughs) and give it to me and take it away, you know, because it's 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 almost like a manifesto. It's it's a little scary, but that's what couples produce. Sometimes they produce, um, you know, anxious and um, bad feelings and and war of the roses, you know, in, in, in the most intense ways, you know, that that happens. But, but I think, you know, your, your question is a really important question. How do you break the ice? But I think you have to break the ice. So you have to just maybe send some of those little physical messages and say, you know, things are a little, I need things to be, you know, this way. This is what I need. You know, please do some things for me that I need, not what you think I need, but here's what I really need. I think the discussion with a partner about what do you really need or how much do I really know about you? You know, there's this famous thing about how much do you really know about your partner? Um, there's even, I think, somewhere there's a 20-question thing somewhere where, where they ask these 20 questions and a lot of people don't even know them. So it's important to, to kind of do something that gets you guys into a interaction as opposed to you get home, you do the dinner, and then everybody's running. They run to their computers. They run to their bikes. And, you know, are they running? I think maybe they're running away from their relationships sometimes. So they got to run to their relationships. Um, but some people don't have, have reasons to run away. Some relationships are scary. And, and they, uh, the other person has to be told, you're scaring me. It, you know, yelling scares me. Don't yell at me. You know, and, and, and not keep taking it. You, know, you have to stand up. Um, there's one other thing, and that is change yourself. I mean, sometimes people have to change. Sometimes when you change what you're doing, your relationship changes. Um, you know, if the person, he doesn't want to go out or she doesn't want to go out or whatever, well, you go do, go take a new class. You know, well, hey, you know, honey, I'm taking this new class on Wednesday nights. Okay, honey, I'm watching the ball game, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, after a few weeks, hey, you know, where is she? All of a sudden, you know, he finally, she realizes that they're, they've taken on a new life and they've improved themselves. And, and sometimes that spurs the other partner to um, to to recognize uh, what it's like without them, instead of trying to get them to do you know things in the house. Um, some people need a wake up call. That's a good wake up call. Work on yourself. So many great pieces of advice in there, and and I love that last one of instead of trying to change your partner, make the change yourself, and oftentimes that will create the change that you want to see in the relationship. You know, so many times we want to point at the other person. And the reality is, is a lot of times we have the power to, to make the change and just 
someone knowing that is, is such a powerful thing. And then I want to touch what you said before that about breaking the ice and having the difficult conversations. I've said this before. I'm not sure who exactly the quote is from, but it's more or less success in life is dictated by the amount, the number of difficult conversations you have. And I love that because it it kind of goes back to the status quo. It's, it's easy to just go with the flow, to go on our computer, to go on our phone, to not have that conversation. And you're not living life. Your relationship is not as good as it could and should be because we all deserve to have a great life. And, and this goes with, with all things, with your work. If you're not happy with something at work, don't just accept the status quo. Make a change. You have the power to make that change yourself. And sometimes we forget that. So I love that you are reiterating that. And I would encourage our listeners to quit quit just accepting what is happening to you, what is what is happening to you from life, from your partner, and make those changes. And perhaps they should, you know, take a take a cue from the Wizard of Oz, you know, with the ruby slippers. You know, you, you have power that you don't realize that you have. And, and it gets gets so lost. And it can get lost for a long time until, you know, you just become so unhappy that something something breaks and, and which eventually, you know, it breaks because how much can it take? But then you have to look at yourself and say, well, what did I do? You know, did I, what did I do? What did I do to change the situation? Um, you know, we have, you know, the blame game is, is, is it's true. There's a lot of blame, you know, that people are accountable for, but um, sometimes we, whether there's blame or not, look inside our own selves because we do have the power. It's just, you used the word easier. That That's the operational word. It is easier to not, you know, stir up the status quo because you, know, you don't know what's going to happen. It, it could it could go wrong. So um, easier isn't always better. Exactly. Now, what would you tell someone listening who's like, ah, they're all fired up and but they're scared, you know, because this isn't an easy thing to do. What, not at all. What can you tell them to to spark that? that action I would tell them to 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 really look at what's going on um, in their lives their contribution to what's happening their dissatisfaction their resentments their whatever they've accumulated because it's like uh, they accumulate a lot of bad breadcrumbs and it it turns into one big giant crumb and um I think they have to look at that and 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 they have to start somewhere by doing something. They have to just test, find a way to test the waters. You know, every marriage is different. There are marriages, and you know, you can't just say, "Well, try this because this will work." Well, you know, when someone tries that, they get screamed at. <laughs> Who wants to get screamed at? Um, so you got to just test the water somehow. You got You have to start small. You know, in that case, start with um, some kind of way to let the person know, you know, things aren't great here. They got to change. I'm not really happy. It's okay to be a little, you know, I, I do advise couples or, or one spouse sometimes to be a little overdramatic, you know, acting skills, a little bit of act as if. Um, imagine, you know, that you know your life is like on a stage, which it really is. It's like a play. So, 
you're changing your role or you're modifying your role just a tiny bit. And what's going to happen, you know, when you're mo- when you modify your role? I mean, you saw it in uh, what's the name of that? Oh, Groundhog Day. You know, he's different. You know, the next yeah. day it's up and it's something, to, you know, he all of a sudden realizes that he can accomplish these things he's trying to do, you know, and the real him comes out um, in a million ways um, that are some are scary and some are, are great. And, and result in really good um, outcomes for him. So I think you got, you know, the, the word there is risk that, you know, either risk a life of being really unhappy or risk um, kicking it up and, and just saying something, floating something out there that shows dissatisfaction. And um, but but not if your safety is it is at, at risk, because there are marriages where, you know, it's not so safe. And people are really scared, and I know that. And they're they're they don't want to get. It's like a you know the deer in the headlights. They don't want to be the deer in the headlights. So I'm not advising them to do that. They have to look at their own situation, um, but they do have to do something, and they have to step up. And uh, you know I, I spoke to a group of women. You know I do salons where I talk about you know different. Um, they're called lust and bliss salons. And we talk about, you know, um, intimacy and sex and and finding ways to, um, to to make it happen more. And um, people, it's about risk. You know, that's what adult life is about. And and it's not, um, some of us fall back and we just, we don't have the experience with taking risks. Some people didn't grow up you know, in a risk-taking family, you know, where things were just, it has a lot to do with where you come from. Um, but your question of what to do is do something, you know, mm-hmm. and do it and do it soon. And I'm sure once you do that initial, take that initial risk, that initial conversation after it, it, it may be so much easier because you've gotten those initial feelings out. Maybe you guys can talk about reconnecting about this issue on a regular basis so that it doesn't become a big issue, you know, and a huge blow up every time. So do you think that would make it a lot easier to communicate with your partner that way? I do. And I think people have to recognize that they have a right to do it, that you have a right, you know, in this world to, you know, to eke out a happy life, um, whatever's going on. And, And that sometimes in order to do that, um, there's a cliff in front of you, and you got to edge close to the cliff sometimes, and sometimes you got to leap. It just is. You know, there's a leap of faith. You have to have it. If it doesn't work out, you still, you did something for yourself. Instead of, um, you know, letting life act on you, I think you have to act on life. Some people lose that, or they're never taught that. They think that they're, you know, they're supposed to follow and go along with the way, you know, and be a good wife and be a good little, you know, that kind of thing. Um, there's a lot of messages people bring with them into marriage, a lot of baggage, and and those messages don't help them. Um, but unfortunately, they didn't lose them before they walked into the marriage, so it kind of works against them. Um, it's good to take stock of that, what baggage we bring with us. We We love this advice, and I would encourage our listeners to take that leap. Like you said, do it responsibly if you're if you're at risk. In, in your marriage um, with uh, violence, then definitely you want to seek professional help. But if it's, if it's something 
these minor things that so many people face, but they, they accumulate and, and then you're at that status quo that we're talking about. I think it's knowing that you deserve to be happy. You deserve better. It doesn't mean someone else. It means it can mean better in your relationship. So it's almost like, don't have any regrets later in life and look at what's the worst that can happen. If, if, you are met with complete resistance or certainly with violence, then that's probably not a relationship that's, that's healthy. And and then, and now you've found that out. So take that leap and, and you're going to be better for it. Because that information will, will help your life. I mean, otherwise you won't get that information. And um, I mean, it, it, again, it's, it's, you, it's some, about something that you can do because sometimes we can't make other people do do this stuff. You know, if somebody's not like a, a wife or a husband, you know, they don't dress nice, they don't look their best, they're not well-groomed, all of a sudden one of them, you know, I urge them, well, do that, you know, be, the, be as sexy as you can. You know, be as, you know, dress and be as, you know, look as good as you possibly can, you know, to yourself, feel good that way, and things will happen much better than they are happening um, in the way that they're doing it. All great information here. Now we got to move forward to the lasting love round. But first I want to tell you about our sponsor talk space. If you listen to this show, you've heard us talk about it probably for about the last month. And what it is, is it's an app that connects you with a licensed therapist handpicked just for you for as little as $32 a week. And listening to this podcast is great. You're going to get a lot of great information from our guests. But a lot of times to really see change in yourself, in your relationship, it's helpful to talk to a licensed expert. And that's what Talkspace makes it easier than ever to do. So what you need to do is go to Talkspace.com forward slash I do. That's one word. And you will get $30 off your first month. That helps the podcast. It helps us. And it's going to help you. So again, that's Talkspace.com forward slash I do. That's I-D-O. And you will get a $30 discount on your first month. And you're going to improve yourself, improve your relationship from the comfort of your home off of your smartphone. Talkspace. Therapy for how we live today. What is one tool or practice our listeners can use on a daily basis to help improve their relationship? Well, I th- I think I thought about that question, and I think they need to nurture um, an atmosphere of uh, appreciation. I think they need to do things that show their their um, their loved one that um, they appreciate. And celebrate those things, and um, you know again, do special things that you know make your spouse happy. And you know, you're, these are things you might not do for somebody else. You wouldn't do it for a friend necessarily. You wouldn't do it for someone else. But this is your spouse. You might have to just step up. You know, do something that you might not want to um, do. But but especially the you know the kind of a mutual appreciation that's a good atmosphere and if you can cultivate and nurture that um on a day-to-day basis 
uh, it's going to be much better than the opposite. That's for sure. Is there a book or resource you can recommend for listeners who want to improve their relationship? Well, I don't know if everybody would read this, but I like um, there's a book, Hot Monogamy and by Patricia Love and Joe Robinson. And, you know, it does deal with a lot of intimate things, but it deals with satisfaction. It deals with, uh, you know, and that sometimes in marriage, uh, that's a rare commodity. <laughs> um, couples are looking for direction. So um, whether it's about spicing it up or just feeling close, the need to feel closer, um, I think that you, know, you could get that from that book. I mean, it might open some eyes as well um, to the fact that, what they could be doing or what they could do some variations on. Um, I think that's a good book. Excellent. Well, that's the first time we've had that one recommended. So we'll be sure <laughs> to add it to your show notes page. Uh, and our listeners can find that at idopodcast.com. We've been married for two years now. Is there any advice you'd give newlyweds? I would, again, you know, we covered this a little earlier. Um, I, I would, again, I'd go back to the novelty, the novelty that you go into marriage and into relationships, whether you're married or not, um, is something that you want to find a way to produce. And um, I think do some do some creative thinking together, mutual thinking about um, novelty and anticipation, you know, hey, honey, I'm here at home, I'm thinking about you, or hey, I'm at work, and I'm thinking about you in this kind of way. You keep that going, you'll have a good marriage, um, or at least it'll be adventurous one. What advice would you give our single listeners looking for a happy relationship? Wow, I, I would, I would, more and more, I think, that it's important for people to know something about this person that all of a sudden they're madly in love with family because um, there's a, we all come from families. Um, we all come from places and we had experiences, bad relationships, good ones. And I think when you figure, instead of finding it out later, find it out earlier. You know, there is some important information that comes um, from spending time with somebody's family. You see how they interact. Who's doing this? Who's doing that? Because a lot of times um, in marriage, we enroll our spouses to be, um, fill some kind of need that doesn't, that comes from a long time ago, that maybe your parents fulfilled and maybe it wasn't a good one. Maybe it was, you know, we get them, find a way to get them to yell at you. You know, that's just a way because humans grow up in, in, you know, in families and, you know, we're in a cave. And I think it's important for singles um, to know something about um, about that. And um, I think that's important. Yeah. Don't they always say a good way to gauge how a partner will treat you is how they treat their mother or father? Uh, absolutely. Or yeah, and to see how that how that transpires. I mean, you can see it. People do talk about it. And then all of a sudden, but the thing is, they talk about it later when they go, you know, yo, I see that now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, look at that. Uh, and I, I often ask people when they come in, you know, what, what was the, what were your parents like? You know, whether they were single, single head parent, what, what, you know, what was it like? How did they parent you? You know, what do you remember? Was it all good? Was it not um, it has something to do. There's huge information there about 
about what's ahead. There's huge information about what's ahead. Absolutely. Well, Zeb, it's been great having you on the show. So let's wrap up by having you tell our listeners where they can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Well, you can find me at Recharge. My website is rechargeyourmarriagenow.com. And uh, on Facebook, you can find me at uh, Recharge Your Marriage. And on YouTube at Zev Halpern, you can see all my TV shows. Uh, there's om- there's about 28 of them now. And um, Twitter is Zev underscore, at Zev underscore Halpern. And, uh, and also, the, I do have a podcast. Um, I, I'm a li- it's on a little hiatus because of the TV show. Um, it's at iTunes. It's the Raw Marriage podcast and the Raw Marriage TV show, and they're different. So the Raw Marriage um, podcast is at iTunes and iHeartRadio, and the TV show is on YouTube for anybody to see. Um, all the shows are there. Awesome. Well, our listeners can find all the information and links to today's episode on idopodcast.com. Go to the podcast tab and you'll be in the archives. And again, thanks so much for taking the time to come on the show. Thank you. It was wonderful um, being with you too. The questions were great. I really enjoyed it. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you haven't done so already, head on over to our website, idopodcast.com to check out this episode's show notes and to sign up for our newsletter. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.